This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Recipe for Press. If your company wants to engage today's influencers and inspire them to write about you, then you need Recipe for Press. Athens based communication advisor and author Amy Fleury helps entrepreneurs across the country demystify the process of pitching their story and creating a buzz. Her book, Recipe for Press, is the DIY PR guide to being your own publicist, and it's truly empowered me and so many other local companies to get their customer base by sharing their stories. Listeners today get a 20% discount with the code COZY when they order Amy's book or any of her products in Recipe for Press store found on www.amyflurry.com. Again, that's a 20% discount with the code COZY when you order Amy's book or any of her products in Recipe for Press store found on www.amyflurry.com. Welcome to the Cozy Bear Farms Podcast. I'm your host, Dejan Yerby, and this is your weekly bonus episode of the Produce Breakdown. So, as usual, you guys went on social media at Cozy Bear Market Garden and went to my story and voted for what produce you would like for me to talk about. And this week, you guys voted for spinach, which is a good choice. That's a good choice, because with spinach... Spinach is one of those hearty salad greens that has that distinct kind of flavor and taste and texture that everyone loves to eat. There's no person I've ever met that hated to eat spinach, but the one drawback is it's one of the things that everybody hates to grow. It's one of the hardest things to grow because if you look at them, they're kind of like carrots in a way. They have a lot of similarities where when you plant them in the ground, you have to water them heavy for like two weeks straight like 14 days just for them to germinate and then just like carrots sometimes all the seeds won't even germinate so you'll have little patches out in your fields so the best way that i saw how to grow spinach if you're a home gardener or a uh, farmer the best way to do it is You'll have some people say, oh, put them in trays in your greenhouse and then go outside and uh, transplant them. I don't suggest that because that's just going to be a big hassle. The best way to do it is to direct seed them. Either direct seed them in your uh, raised bed or in your fields by hand. Or if you have an Earthway seeder, that's 100 bucks on Amazon. Or if you have a Jang seeder that I highly recommend if you're a farmer, which is about 500 something dollars and you can find them almost anywhere. But it's a solid investment. But if you're a home gardener, you can just direct seed these. And direct seed them in rows. Have them about maybe, I think the recommended thing is like six inches apart. 
But if you're direct seating, it's gonna seat them a lot closer than that. If you have a Jane seat or Earthway seater, it just depends on how you wanna do it. But usually they take 25 days to grow after they germinate. And like I just said before, you have to water them like 14 days straight in a row just to get them to germinate. So it is a big hassle. But there have been farmers who have had a lot of success with growing spinach one of them is a pretty well-known farmer. His name is uh, Ben Hartman. He is the owner of Clay Bottom Farm, and he also wrote the book, The Lean Farmer Guide to Growing Vegetables, and also he wrote the book, The Lean Farmer. Really good books I suggest you read if you're trying to get into the uh, small-scale biz. Um, but his method of doing it is he soaks the seeds overnight. So if you're somebody that's ever done, dealt with uh, microgreens, most times when you're dealing with microgreens, if you're growing peas, you will soak the seeds overnight to make them a little bit softer so that they germinate a lot easier. He will soak his spinach seeds overnight and then direct seed them. And he's been getting pretty good germination from them. So I have no doubts to believe that it actually works. I know some people are saying like, well, if I have a jang seeder and if I soak the seeds, will the seeds be too soft to go through the jang seeder? They won't, trust me. That jang seeder will scoop them up, throw them in the ground, and you're fine. The only thing is, it's the earthway. The earthway has been notoriously known to scrape seeds. So I would probably not do this method if you have an earthway. I would only do this method if you're direct seeding by hand or if you have a jang seeder. If you don't have a jang seeder, you can always look up a local farmer and see if they will let you rent their jang seeder or let you borrow their jang seeder. Most times farmers are pretty, uh, you know, are pretty uh, lean on saying, yeah, you can borrow my jang seeder, just don't break it. But you do have to build that kind of trust. Or there are some nonprofits that have farm equipment on hand and most times they will have a jang seeder. So if you're looking for one, you can do that. Or you can buy maybe a used one from a retired farmer um, on eBay or something. You can find them almost anywhere. But if you want to do like that good, solid, right out the bat investment, I would just drop that quick 500 and just get one. I got one and it was the best investment I ever had because I am mainly a salad green farmer. So it is one of the best things that I have, especially since I'm constantly using it to direct seed stuff. Um... But those are the best ways to grow it. It's a simple thing to start the process on growing it. It's just getting the seeds to germinate. After the seeds germinate, it's 25 days of smooth selling because they grow pretty quick and they'll grow pretty big too. When it comes to harvesting them, you can do the ninth thing or you can buy the Green Cut Harvester from Farmer Friends LLC. That is an option too. Uh, I know some people will say the spinach seeds do kind of grow kind of flat. So the green harvester is not always the best when you're trying to harvest it. But most times the spinach is kind of poking up. So I just know maybe that just might be a rare anomaly sometimes. But I suggest getting the green cut harvester. Or if you're just somebody in your backyard in the raised bed, you go get that old school uh, knife and just go out there and just hack at it. And it's one of those uh, crops, again, where it cuts and comes back again. It's not a one time you're done, you cut it, um, two weeks later, it'll be right back. So that's how you grow it. If you're only here to hear how to grow it and what it's about, 
Thank you for listening to the show because I'm finna go into how to sell it. And most people don't care about that stuff unless you're a farmer that's planning on growing it. But if you just want to know how to grow it and how simple it is to grow, thank you for listening to the show. Hit that like and subscribe button. If you want to donate to the show, hit that donate link in the bio. But if you're here to hear the part about how to sell it, let's continue. So first you have Again, your three main sources of income for a farmer if you want to sell stuff. You have the farmer's markets, you have the restaurants, and the CSAs. You do have now a fourth option that is kind of the online market space where you can put your stuff up on like an online store and people can buy from there. I'm just going to rope that in with the farmer's market side because you do have some farmer's markets now that are online. So I'm just going to wrap those same prices along with the farmer's markets. So when you're at the farmer's market... You can do a couple of things on how to sell your spinach, but first thing off the bat, I would suggest you sell them in uh, six ounce quantities. Spinach is very heavy, and when you bag up spinach and you see how much spinach six ounces is, it's kind of like, whoa, that's a lot of spinach. It's not like arugula where it's very light, so you can pack a lot in there. It's a, it's a very heavy crop. So you don't need to pack like an eight ounce bag of spinach. Six ounces is enough for anybody, trust me, especially if you're growing really good spinach. So I, so normally when I sell arugula or any type of salad green, I will sell it in eight ounce bags for five bucks. It's really quick. People don't even uh, bat an eye. They grab it five bucks in and out. You made a lot of money. Boom, you're out of there. With spinach, I'll put in six ounce bags, sell it for five. If I was to put eight ounces of spinach in a bag, I'm selling that thing for up to 10 bucks because eight ounces, those two ounces is a lot. And you will see how much spinach can actually pack in a bag. It is ridiculous. So six ounces is your sweet spot. Now you can either do this in a few ways of how you're selling this at a farmer's market. You can either kind of do this salad bar kind of method where if you look at some of the um, northeastern kind of farmer's markets, one person I'm thinking of right now is uh, Connor Crickmore from um, Never Sink Farm. When you look on their Instagram or go to their website, or if you're in that area and you go to that farmer's market, they have bins that look like a salad bar where they have tongs and they have bags where you can grab a bag, take the tongs and fill up the bag and then take it up to the cash register and they'll sell it to you um, by a certain pound. So most times they will probably sell it at a farmer's market for, um, cause people are not gonna buy that much. They usually will run the gauntlet and try to do like 20 bucks a pound and people will go up there. Uh, they might have like a couple of ounces and so their whole order might be between five to ten dollars they're not they're never you're never gonna have somebody hit the full poundage so they might change their prices accordingly saying it's for every six ounces is this price or every um eight ounces is this price so you can just change that up however you want to if you don't want to do the uh pound selling it by the pound and doing that kind of bins thing and you just want to have it as a set price at for this certain amount of ounces I would either do two things. I would either put them in one meal poly bags that you can buy from Uline 
and fill up those bags. Usually I get the bags that are four inches by six inches by 18 inches. And that is a pretty good overall big size bag for any type of salad green. And you can just put them out there on your table. I, for me, you'll see a lot of farmers tie the tops of the bags and then place them out there. I won't because I notice if it does get cold outside and if you take that bag that's been sitting in the freezer and take it outside and tie it, the bag will get foggy and then people really can't see the produce. So I'll just leave the bag open at the top so people can actually see the greens and they can uh, buy with their eyes. So that's just my suggestion on that if you want to do that way or if you still want to tie the bags, you can. The second option is Uline do sell these kind of takeout boxes. They're brown boxes that look like old. Have uh, you ever seen those old movies where you had the Chinese delivery guy, the Chinese restaurant delivery guy show up and it's like them brown kind of, um, I don't know what you kind of call those boxes, but they look like that, but they're brown. And you might see them at like some salad bars and stuff. You can actually pack your spinach in those type of boxes and have them already uh, packed and ready to take out and um, already packed so people can just grab them and go, kind of like an assembly line. And I know most people are going to say, well, then nobody's really going to see the spinach that's inside. What you do is you keep one box open and you say free samples and you let people take a free sample, look what that spinach looks like and say, okay, I want that spinach. So they just grab that box and go. And if they're a returning customer, they'll just say, give me that box, grab the box and go. So that's a new kind of method you can do at a farmer's market and you will just still sell that box that's six ounces full of uh, spinach for $5. Um, you can go up to eight. There's some places where you can sell on spinach for eight bucks and nobody bats an eye it just depends on the economic demographics of your area if you're in a place where everybody's probably a doctor or a lawyer you could probably realistically sell it for a lot more if you're in a place where it's more middle class people people are going to be a little bit more skeptical it's not me trying to bash anybody just that's just how kind of the world works and how i kind of notice that you do have to play a lot with the prices and how much you put in the ounce bags because those people are going to be looking like hey, I know deals and this doesn't look like a good deal for me. So be careful with that. Next one is uh, restaurants. So normally when you sell salad greens to a restaurant, you can sell them between $25 to $20 a pound. I should change those numbers around. From $20 to $25 uh, a pound, you can sell them that much to a restaurant depending on that restaurant. It's all up to them sometimes. But um, since spinach is such a heavy crop, you kind of want to bring that price down a little bit because that restaurant is going to say, hey, it's this much a pound, but I'm not getting that much spinach. And so because of that, you might want to sell it for 18 bucks a pound to a restaurant or just hit that sweet 20 spot and just don't try to go over that and see what the restaurant do. I suggest don't even try to waste their time and just go straight off saying it's 18 bucks a pound because with spinach since not that many farmers grow it it is kind of one of those things that a restaurant is going to be looking more for because again everybody loves spinach but everybody hates to grow it so they do look for it a lot so if you can provide that to a restaurant they will buy up a lot of your spinach it just depends on the restaurant and where you're going to um, but yeah, I would just sell it 18 bucks a pound. That's just me. 
I've I've noticed when I talk to other chefs and other restaurant owners, that seems like to be the good sweet spot number for all of them across the board. So when you go to a restaurant, just make sure that you guys have that little negotiation battle where you're trying to negotiate a price. Maybe you do hit them with 20 right off the bat and then you guys work your way down to 18, but I would not go lower than 18. 18 is the minimum. I would not go lower than 18. If you can get higher than 18, good on you. Next one is the one that most people like to do because it's going straight to their customers and that's the CSA. When you're selling it in the CSA, you can legit just put them in a normal bag and just put them in your CSA and sell them like you would every single week. The thing that most people do that I've noticed that had a lot of mistakes and when they try to make their own kind of salad mix blend. Now the thing with spinach, it has such a unique, distinct taste and texture that it doesn't really pair that well with other salad greens, believe it or not. And most people really don't want to deal with those contrasts and textures and flavors. So it's kind of like, don't go and make your own salad mix kind of blend. If a seed store is selling in salad mix blend, if you look at it, most times none of them really have spinach in their salad uh, in their salad mix blends. And the reason for that is because, again, it has such a unique, distinct flavor that sometimes there's a big contrast between them. So if the customer likes to mix their own things, then I suggest in your CSA box, put spinach along with two other salad greens and then tell people they can make their own mix of salad if they want to, or they'll just combine those two other salad greens and eat the spinach on the side. Most times I see a lot of people just eat spinach by itself. Um, they might have a spinach, uh, cucumber, tomato salad, and that's a whole different, those are two different types of crops. So I would just stick with that. Um, spinach is a good com uh, companion with tomatoes and cucumbers. So if you are growing spinach for your CSA, the cool thing is if you have a high tunnel house or some type of, uh, uh, um, polytunnel or something, or maybe a hoop house, you are able to grow tomatoes, especially cherry tomatoes and cucumbers a lot sooner. So you'll be able to have it where you can have the spinach along with your tomatoes and cucumbers and they're all will be together in the same season. And that might make your CSA even more appealing because then people can go ahead and make their tomato, cucumber, spinach salad. But that's all I got for you guys. Hopefully that helps. Hopefully hearing the information about soaking your seeds overnight can help with all of your germination problems. Thank you guys for listening. Hit that like and subscribe button. If you want to donate to the show, donate link like I already said. Uh, I think that's all I got for you guys. Yeah, that's all I got for you guys. No housekeeping notes. Thank you guys for listening to the show. Cozy's out.